630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Dramatic finish. Ross Colton scoring with four seconds left in the third period. And the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Florida Panthers 2-1. They take a 2-0 lead in the best of seven. A brilliant setup by Nikita Kucherov. Centering pass to Colton who roofed the game winner again with uh, four seconds left in the third period. Colton's fifth of the playoffs. Andre Vasilevsky, a big performance for the Lightning. He makes 35 saves who are in control of that series going home. The other game tonight starts soon. Blues at Avalanche. one nothing series lead for the Avalanche there. Oilers and Flames coming up tomorrow. Mike Smith will be the starting goaltender for the Edmonton Oilers. As a goalie, you can't really control much other than what you're doing and and whether the team is playing good or bad your job stays the same is you want to stop pucks and and keep your team in a game and obviously it didn't happen last night and like i said we'll hopefully learn from that and be better because of it a three-hour game day edition of oilers now with bob Stoffer tomorrow from noon to three i will join you for the face-off show at six and the game will start at uh, about 8 45 as the oilers will try to even it up. A lot of hockey, a lot of hockey to follow, including the Western Hockey League as the Edmonton Oil Kings continue their pursuit of the WHL title, and uh, they're going to be taking on the Winnipeg Ice in the Eastern Conference Championship Series, and I'm pleased to be joined by Andrew Peart, the play-by-play voice of the Oil Kings. Hey, Andrew, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Doing well, Reed. Thanks for having me on. So tomorrow is game one. Saturday is game two. The Oil Kings are on the road. They got a home game on Monday. Uh, OilKings.ca to get tickets and to look at the whole schedule for the series. This has pretty much been a collision course all season long, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has, Reed. I mean, you, you look at it, it's, there's only two teams in the WHL this year that had 50 wins, and that's the Winnipeg Ice and the Edmonton Oil Kings. They were back and forth flip-flopping in the, the CHL weekly top 10 rankings for the first spot for, for much of this year, and it's for my money, the, the two best teams in the WHL going head-to-head here in the third round. And you look at the rosters, I mean, you got the Edmonton Oil Kings, probably a little bit more of a veteran-laden group. They they have those NHL prospects already in place with eight guys already uh, selected to NHL teams. And then you've got the Winnipeg Ice, and they, they do have their NHL prospects and Connor McLennan and Jack Finley and Gage Alexander. But then you, they got some of the younger talent. When you look at a Connor Geeky and a, a Matthew Savoy, two guys that are going to go very early in this year's draft, they got this breakout star in Zach Benson, who's in his 16-year-old year right now in the WHL. He's put himself on the map uh, with a real good regular season and even better postseason. Um, and he's going to be a guy next year that you're going to be hearing a lot about. So it's it's two really stacked clubs going against each other, and it's going to be some real good hockey uh, in the Manitoba and Alberta Capitals. Uh, tell, the 2-3-2 format, did, did one of the teams get to pick? Do they have to agree on it? 
Yeah, I would think they would have to agree on it. The league would have a say on that as well. And when you look at it, I mean, in the Western Hockey League, teams are not permitted to fly until you're in the WHL final when uh, both teams will, will charter flights back and forth. So, you know, with the bus travel, it being about a 15-, 16-hour uh, bus trip one way, um, yeah, I, I think it just makes the most sense. You want to cut down on how many times these teams are going back and forth, especially with the, with these two clubs. When you get to the third round, you're expecting a series that's probably going to go north of five games. So, you know, you don't want to be making that trip too many times. And, you know, like the wear and tear that has on the players uh, is obviously a concern. So, you know, the 2-3-2 two, two format was uh, agreed upon by, by both clubs. And uh, now for the Edmonton Oil Kings, it, it can be advantageous uh, if you're able to go and get that road split at the very least. But uh, at the same time, uh, you, you do like the fact that you do have three straight games at home to try and either get yourself back in the series or maybe try and clinch that series. You mentioned all the NHL prospects on the Oil Kings. Uh, excellent team, uh, you know, well coached by Brad Lauer. Kurt Hill went out and made some trades during the season. Is there, um, is anybody really shining though? Like, is anybody giving us the good old playoff elevation that is so important at this time of year? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, Dylan Gunther, you look at it, he scored a goal in every game here in the postseason. He's got nine goals uh, in eight games. But, I mean, I, I don't know how much of an elevation that is for him when you look at him <laughs> down the stretch. He scored, I think it was in his last 31 regular season games, he had 30 goals. So he's kind of just been going at the pace he's been going at. It's just an incredible pace. But, you know, you look at Carter Such, and he's to me, he's he's been sort of the, the unheralded, star of the Edmonton Oil Kings for some time now. He's not drafted uh, in the NHL, but he's been with this organization since he was 14 years old. He's a 20-year-old now, and he's playing the best hockey of his WHL career. He's got nine points in eight games. He's got five goals. Um, you know, a guy maybe more known as a, a bit of a playmaker. He's found that goal-scoring touch here in the playoffs. He scored some big goals as well in the playoffs. So that's that's one guy that I that I look at and, and think that he's really elevated here in the postseason. And, and along the lines, you got a guy like Jackson Weeb who simply seems built for the WHL postseason. He's a big uh, frame player. Uh, he knows how to use it. He gets around the ice. He's got seven points in eight games. And, you know, on the younger side, you got Dawson Seitz, a, a 16-year-old. Uh, he had two uh, back to games with back-to-back goals. And, um, you know, that's it's kind of interesting with the WHL playoffs. It's where a lot of these 16-year-olds start to to really break through in the WHL because they have that full year under their belt, and now they're a little bit more comfortable. And when the the lights shine brightest, sometimes that's when they step up. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to following along with this series. And, uh, I mean, this has been a great year for the Oil Kings, so hopefully they take it and move on into the final. How can people listen to your broadcast tomorrow and moving forward? Uh, they can go to oilkings.ca. Uh, if just on the homepage, there's a listen live button on the right hand side, or if you just want the direct link, it's oilkings.ca slash radio. We'll be on the air. It's uh, seven o'clock central time starts. So we'll be on the air. Uh, we'll five forty five mountain time, six p.m. mountain time. Uh, puck drop for games one and two. Okay, that's awesome, Andrew. Thanks for the the great info. Enjoy calling this series. Always love having you on. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Reed. Andrew Peart, play-by-play voice of your Edmonton Oil Kings. Big showdown with the Winnipeg Ice starting tomorrow. I want to remind you as well about the Oilers playoffs mega 50-50 powered by 630 Chet and Pepsi making sport possible for kids across oil country. Now, this multi-day goes until 1130 on Tuesday, the 24th. The jackpot is already $2.47 million. Uh, There's going to be early per uh, draws throughout the day tomorrow, so if you get a ticket now, maybe you don't get 
get that jackpot, but maybe you get something else pretty cool. Go to the Oilers website and help out the Oilers Community Foundation. Great young man. Great story. 13-year-old umpire Declan Lord coming up. Just a classic finish, lightning over the Panthers, 2-1. Ross Colton, the game winner from Kucherov and Palat at 19.56 of the third period. Great pass by Kucherov and the lightning. Two wins on the road to go up 2-0 in the best of seven. Okay, very special guest here. Uh, actually, two uh, two people on the line, but uh, one person's going to be the, the focus, I think. Uh, Declan Lord joins us tonight. Declan, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Uh, good. How about you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, Declan's mom, Lindsay Lord, is also on the line. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Doing very well. Thanks to Thanks both of for you for taking us. time tonight. Uh, Declan, uh, I just want to clarify, how old are you again? I'm 13 years old. You're 13 years old. Now, I saw a photograph of you uh, umpiring a baseball game. Can you tell us uh, what uh, league or what association you're working in? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm mostly doing uh, Shred Park Minor Ball, and I'm doing U11. Okay, so you're umping U11 games in Sherwood Park. What got you interested in being an umpire? Oh, my grandpa is a really good umpire, and my brother did a year of umpiring as well. Okay, is this the first year you've been umpiring? Yeah, this is my first year, and I just finished game game four technically yesterday. Okay, what do you like most about it? part of the action and the play and I find it really cool to actually be on the field doing something. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, now Declan, also I should tell people in the photo you're umpiring behind home home plate and you were in a wheelchair. Do you mind describing the circumstances that, that led to you using a wheelchair? Uh, yeah. So, um, when I was 10 months old, I was, uh, diagnosed with astrocytoma spinal cord tumor, and it relapsed twice. So I've had cancer technically three times, and um, multiple spinal, uh, multiple spinal cord injuries, and um, a bunch of spinal cord surgeries, where they essentially messed like messed up my back. Wow. Okay. So you're a pretty tough kid. You've had to work through a lot. Has sports always been something you're you're interested in in general? Yeah, I love sports. I love, I love hockey and baseball and just um, I'm a real big sports guy, honestly. Yeah, right on. Now, personally, Declan, I, I think you're you're pretty brave to decide that you're going to umpire games, uh, e- even though you use a wheelchair during the games. Any, any kind of adjustments you got to make because uh, you're umping from from your chair, or how does it all work for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's honestly pretty normal. The adjustment I had to make was I have to get out of the way when the ball comes flying back. So um, what we did is we put my indicator on a landline and we put it around my, uh, we put the it around my neck 
and uh, so I can drop it easily and get out of the way of the play. Oh, I got you. Okay. Now, I, I got to admit, I, I was I, I was impressed, but I was also surprised when I saw that picture of you. What kind of reaction do you get from the players and the coaches uh, when they see you working from your chair? Um, not much of a reaction, honestly. Just mostly the usual, hi, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. And uh, you just exchange sheets and you're done. Okay. Uh, now, now, when it comes to umping, you got you got to tell me here. Do you have a generous strike zone, or do you pinch guys a little bit? <laughs> um, sometimes you have to go a little bit bigger on the strike zone, especially with the new kids. Uh, like they're they're younger, so they're still learning, and uh, sometimes you got to give them a bigger strike zone, or you're just walking kids over and over again. But uh, okay. usually, I'm pretty consistent. <laughs> Well, that's good, but you got a good feel for the game, and 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 you respect the level of the athletes that you're uh, that you're working with as well. Declan Lord joining us tonight on Inside Sports. He's an up with the Sherwood Park Minor Baseball Association, telling you about uh, having a spinal tumor and battling cancer, and now uh, umping games from his wheelchair. His mom, Lindsay, is on the line as well. Uh, Lindsay, when when Declan told you he wanted to uh, work as an ump, what was your first thought? My first thought was I wasn't sure how we were going to go about getting it done for him. And I was a little bit nervous, but I was hopeful that he would be able to. So when he was able to take the clinic this year, it was really a surprise and it was awesome. And then when they said they would work games with him, a lot of the kids at the clinic, they set him up with the wheelchair. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Do you, do you watch him ump and do you get, nervous like you would be you know some of the other parents might be watching their kids play um a little bit i for the first game we had a lot of nerves because i wasn't sure how it was going to go i wasn't sure how people were going to perceive him um and so we we were both pretty nervous everyone was nervous our whole family for him and uh but then he went out there and you wouldn't know that he was nervous he just he does so well and yeah, he just did a really good job. So now, I mean, I go to all the games to watch to make sure he's good, but um, it's it's good. It's not too nerve-wracking now. Declan, were you nervous your first game? I was very nervous. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What, did you did you calm down once you got into it? Yeah, it started a little rocky at the start, like uh, every new thing you try, and then... It kind of, as it went on, I kind of eased into it a little bit more, and it went pretty smooth after that. Yeah. Lindsay, can you share with everybody, and Declan kind of detailed, I, I know it was Cole's notes compared to, I'm sure, what you guys have been through day after day in, in some parts of your lives, but uh, he kind of detailed his, his, his battle with the spinal tumors and having surgeries and all that kind of stuff. How brave is your son? Like, how awesome is he? You're gonna make me choke. He's amazing. He is super brave, and he has been through so much—a lot more than just you know a couple spinal cord surgeries. Um, he is unbelievably brave, and he is—he just—he always looks at the glass half full, and he's not afraid to try things, figure out a way that he can do them, and we are so proud of him. Well, I think you should be. I, I think you're making me choke up, and I'm sure a lot of people listening as well. Declan, do you like 
maybe you're not comfortable with this, Declan, but I think you're an inspiration. Do you, do you consider yourself an inspiration or are you just doing your thing? Um, I don't know. I guess that's kind of up to other people if they're inspired by it or not. All right. And so when are you, when's your next game? You got a busy weekend ahead or what's going on? Uh, no, not weekend, but I'm hoping close to all of next week. All of next week? Okay. And have you, have you had time to watch the Oilers or any playoff games? Yeah, I have. So what did you think last night? Well, it didn't go as planned, but um, they tried their best, and hopefully we can come back in the series. Right on. Positive attitude. You got it for sure, buddy. Declan, thank you for coming on the show. I tell you what, we got to talk again someday, okay? Let's find time to chat again. Good for you for getting behind the plate, and I, uh, I hope you have an awesome ball season. Yeah, thank you uh, for having me. Please. And Lindsay, thank you so much as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was incredible. We got uh, Declan Lord, 13-year-old ump, sharing his story, uh, calls balls and strikes from his wheelchair. That is uh, that is an awesome young man. And his mom, Lindsay, checking in as well. Love bringing that to you tonight. Thank you to Lindsay and Declan for coming on the show. Okay, well, we, uh, we're wrapping it up for the evening. Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. Oilers now from noon to 3 tomorrow, extended by an hour on game days, and I'll join you for the face-off show at 6. Oilers at Flames, game 2. The puck will drop around 8.45. Again, the Lightning winning with four seconds left, 2-1 over the Panthers to go up 2-0 in the series. Ross Colton, the game winner, four minutes into the game, no score, St. Louis and Colorado. My name is Reed. Thanks for tuning in. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.